From somewhere in Northeast Indiana, Mike Davidson lives. And now your host of the podcast, Mike Davidson. Well, hell yes, Mr. Rob. Thank you very much. Welcome. I am the aforementioned Mike Davidson. Welcome to the podcast celebrating officially one year. One year's worth of podcasts with this bad boy. Yeah, I stuck with it. And uh, lo and behold, at least 52 episodes. Uh, if you don't count a test episode I did when I started launching this thing, well, you're back. Uh, so I've been at it, and I just want to take a moment before I delve into anything too big, stupid, serious, funny, whatever, to thank you. Thank you for you know listening, hanging with me. Uh, you know, following me on Facebook and Twitter throughout the past year. I do appreciate that. I mean, hell, even if you just listen to one episode, that's cool in my book. It really is. Um, because, you know, at, at the beginning of last year, I never would have thought a lot of the stuff that happened to me this past year would have happened, but it did. Um, but I am eternally grateful for those who uh, stuck with me, uh, you know, still follow the Facebook the social media accounts that I have, you know, both of them, and uh, have given this podcast a spin. You don't know how much that means to me and my family. It helps uh, maintain my sanity, and I think that this has actually helped me out quite a bit. Uh, My wife was asking me about an hour or two ago. She's asleep now. uh, She was asking me uh, an hour or two ago uh, if there were any big changes I wanted to do with the podcast coming up for the next year, and I said, well, you know, there's still a few things I need to weather out here. Um, I, I feel like I've uh, gotten past the worst of the storm. Uh, but yeah, there's certainly some things I do want to do with this podcast to uh, continue it and to you know just basically expound on other topics and whatnot because I do enjoy it. And again, thank you very much. Speaking of my wife, uh, Tuesday, both her and my oldest daughter, Lana, they share a birthday and it's coming up this week, Tuesday, like I said. Lana, my oldest, is now, oh my god, the big 05. She's five years old. And I can remember when she was naked and crying uh, five years ago this week uh, on her mom. And her mom was just, you know, filled with tears and was just happy as hell. Uh, Now Lana is a very, very talkative, beautiful little girl who's about to start on uh, preschool here in the coming weeks. So she's very excited, and my wife, of course, 29 years old. So uh, happy birthday to both of them. And, of course, uh, unfortunately, some celebrity deaths. Uh, two, three, I think, today. Uh, but one from earlier this week, uh, Paul Servino. I think he was 83, he passed away. Uh, Miris of Servino's dad, by the way. Uh, best known for his role as Pauly. Imagine that, Paul played Pauly in Goodfellas. Very pivotal role. Uh, yeah, you lose two guys in the same year. Him and Ray Liotta from that cast. Great movie. Love Paul Sorvito in that. And he's just kind of one of those, um, uh, kind of those big, heavy, smart kind of character actors. And you would see him in a lot of you know police dramas. I think he was in Law and Order for a few seasons too. And of course, he did some mob movies because well, he's got the build. So he certainly missed. Uh, let's see. Uh, also, uh, Nichelle Nichols, best known as Lieutenant Uhura from the original Star Trek, passed away, I think, uh, earlier this weekend. I think she passed away Saturday. It was announced today, as I'm recording this Sunday night. She passed away at the age of 89. Big breakthrough role 
not just for her, but uh, she, you know, she was an African American actress on a major sci-fi show. On I think it was on NBC back in the late '60s. Not not just like a side character. I mean, she was like right there on the bridge with Spock and Bones and Sulu and Captain Kirk. In fact, her and Captain Kirk shared an interracial kiss, and uh, it was just it was a very pivotal role, very historic role. And I'm not, you know, the term historic gets thrown around a lot, especially nowadays. But that was in fact a historical role, and uh, she was uh, able to make a career out of that. Of course, she will be missed. And Big Bill Russell. 88, no longer with us. Uh, my dad and I were talking about him on the phone earlier this evening. And my dad says he was probably the best defensive center he had ever seen. And, you know, Bill could score too. Um, but, uh, yeah, he was just great on defense. Uh, 13 years in the league with the Boston Celtics. And came away with 11 rings. You know, so goat conversation. I mean, that, that I, I don't know. People always talk about how the league's always different, and that's why a lot of people are trying to tell you that LeBron's better than Michael Jordan. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, you know, Bill Russell and Michael Jordan in the same league. I mean, I, I know they don't play the same positions, but, you know, if they were in their prime in the league at the same time, makes you kind of wonder. But uh, Bill Russell, big-time athlete, and uh, from my understanding, just a genuinely nice guy, very smart guy. No longer with us as well. Now, uh, before I get too involved, i got to geek out about Better Call Saul because uh, only three episodes remaining, or two depending on when you're listening to it, because it airs Monday night on AMC. I guess some people are pissed off at the last episode called Nippy, uh, black and white. If you know anything about it, uh, the modern events of Better Call Saul, where he's on the run, he's basically hiding out in Nebraska as a... Under an alias because, well, you know, everything that went wrong when Breaking Bad. He's under an alias. He's running a uh, Cinnabon shop in a mall. Uh, he gets made out by somebody who recognizes him from Albuquerque. So there, uh, therein lies this big plot in this uh, recent episode where they're trying to basically shoplift from a major anchor at this mall. And some fans are kind of bitching about it, but to me, it's not a big deal because it was it was kind of fun, kind of watching this uh, this scam kind of unfold. And there's an oh shit moment uh, during this uh, during this episode where things go wrong, and I just laughed my ass off at it. And, and plus, uh, this this is pretty much the same group of people that were behind Breaking Bad, so this is building towards something. Nobody just gets off scot-free in this universe. There's always consequences to actions. Looking forward to it. By the way, uh, this week's episode uh, is called Breaking Bad. And it's heavily uh, rumored that uh, Jesse and Walt will make appearances in this episode. They are going to be making appearances sometime during the season. It would make sense for Breaking Bad. But then again, they might be just kind of playing with the expectation of things. So you gotta see how this unfolds. But I thought it was a well done episode. Some people were just bitching about it being the worst episode ever. It wasn't like um, uh, the fly episode of Breaking Bad where it was just Walt and Jesse in a, a meth lab for an hour going after a fly. I understood why they did that episode because they kind of had to do that episode. But it just kind of killed the momentum. I'm just wondering where this is going. So it's not. I wouldn't say this was a bad episode at all. I thought it was, it was pretty entertaining, at least to me. Um, okay, I get entertained when people get their comeuppance. 
And uh, it's kind of a funny story. Um, kind of. It was uh, uh, shared on the Mike Davidson Facebook page earlier in the week. Uh, there is this uh, uh, religious man, this bishop. Uh, forgetting his last name. I'm just going to call him Bishop Bling because he and his wife, uh, they have a lot of bling. Or at least they had a lot of bling. You know, it's one of those things where you give me a bunch of money and you go to heaven because God will love you. Meanwhile, I get a private jet and a yacht and a nice uh, three-story house and all that stuff. Well, you know, he and his wife, I'm not sure what other assets they have, but they had jewelry. And I guess during a live stream of one of their uh, uh, their sermons, somebody came into the uh, into the room and robbed them blind of their jewelry. And the jewelry is, uh, I've seen three different estimates I think it ranges from anywhere from like $400,000 to up to a million bucks worth of jewelry. I can't imagine. My house isn't even worth that. And it's a pretty damn expensive house. But they, they had all this jewelry taken. And I put this up on Facebook, you know, saying, well, it must suck getting fleeced, right? Because, <laughs> you know, money doesn't grow on trees. And, and some of my viewers, or listeners, I don't have viewers. Some of the listeners kind of took uh, uh, fun with it. In fact, one guy was suggesting that maybe the uh, the robber was in on it, like in the in Bishop Pling as well. Like uh, this is an insurance scam, and you know either way, I mean this could be a legit robbery. But yeah, you bring that up, I could see that. I if I tilt my head and look at it a little bit, yeah, yeah, this this could be a scam where uh, Bishop Bling and the wife could get a little more cash. So, a good use of the cynicism out there. I really like it. But you know what? I know a lot of people uh, make a big deal about uh, religious figures being hypocritical and uh, taking people for rides. And yeah, again, give me your money so God will let you into heaven, that sort of thing. Even though these priests and bishops and whatnot, uh, they seem to think they can take it with them or live forever. But, I mean, really, and I'm not saying all religious leaders all priests all rabbis or anything are corrupt but there are corrupt ones um but we would would we make a big deal about it if bishop bling had a better way of fleecing people because it's one thing to do it in a live stream church or even just one place but what let's say for example bishop bling takes this act out on the road with the missus and they had a backing band. And they, they put out an album called Give Us Your Money, Go to Heaven. Let, okay, let's just... It, it, it's a sucky album title, but I'm just kind of rolling, riffing here. Hang with me. And, uh, you know, they have the album, they're on the road, and they team up with Ticketmaster for, uh, you know, the premium pricing where it kind of flexes. And depending on how good the scam is... You know, the they get more money. In fact, let's just say they open up for Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's how that works. Because you gotta you gotta think, you know, a guy like Bruce Springsteen kind of gets away with some of this crap. You know, working the blue collar, uh, America suffering. You know that that kind of crap. You know, he kind of gets away with it with the premium pricing. Uh, why 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 can't? religious, uh, you know, scammers get away with it, too. You know, you're selling a message about how uh, life is bleak and hopeless. Give me your money, and you'll feel better at the end of the day. And then, you know, maybe a day or two later, you feel the same. So, no, I'm not saying actually give your money to Bishop Bling. I'm just bringing a point. You know, a lot of people give money to, you know, bad religious leaders or celebrities or, you know, 
God help us politicians, thinking it's going to improve their station in life, really doesn't. So it's just kind of a live and learn thing. And I do hope that uh, maybe some of these people that did give their money to Bishop Bling kind of go, okay, I feel like an idiot, but I'm not going to do it again. You live, you learn, you move on, that sort of thing. Uh, by the way, nobody is moving on from Brittany Griner. Well, I think like most of us have. And uh, there are other people that won't. They won't let the issue go. And I get it if you are like her wife or her family, teammates, friends, whatever. You, you want her back because you love her. I'm sure she's got some enduring, enduring qualities, right? I think, maybe. Uh, so I get why they want her back. But... I brought this up a couple podcasts ago. Uh, you know, it's only unlawful detainment. You're only being held unlawfully if you get arrested for having pot in California because pot is legal. You got caught with it in Russia, and Russia's run by uh, an ex-KGB thug, and Russia's not a part of the United States. It's not a part of California. You had uh, a little bit of marijuana on you. And yeah, I do think that the laws over there suck. But you know what? I don't live in Russia, and I don't want to even visit Russia because I'm sure I own something here in my house that if I brought with me, it could be anything, and I could get thrown in jail. I just don't know how Russia rules. Don't want to mess with it. End of discussion. But she went over to make some money. She got caught with pot. Now she's in jail, and she's looking at uh, up to 10 years. But again, people are trying to get her home. Now, the other thing I brought up in the podcast discussion couple weeks back was like okay what do you give up to get her because this is a very tricky situation it's not just oh she's got pot we got to get her home and how can you be so heartless Putin and everybody in Russia no 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 no. Uh, they gotta want something back but what are you willing to give up is my thing and I said unless you know and I might uh, kind of exaggerate here a little bit Unless we got, like, uh, a stoned soccer player from Russia in one of our jails or coked out of his mind Russian hockey player in one of our prisons and we could do it even exchange, there's not a whole lot we can do to get her back. <sighs> because you're, you're talking about the political s landscape, uh, the diplomatic landscape of this, of this globe. And you don't want to come off as weak. Well, uh, earlier this week it was announced that just weeks ago, the United States put on the uh, the table to trade uh, for Brittany Griner. And they wanted to get somebody else uh, who was arrested over in Russia, one of our guys, uh, for espionage. To, you know, saying, hey, I'm not a spy, but, you know, he's being held in Russia, you know. And I think they threw him in the mix just so, like, a lot of the Brittany Griner non-fans would shut up. It's not going to happen, by the way. Uh, but, you know, this guy held over there for espionage, Griner for, you know, pot. We would get them back if we gave them back a dude by the name of Victor Bout, who also goes by a very loving nickname, Merchant of Death. I think we arrested this dude. <laughs> yeah, Merchant of Death. He's an arms dealer. We arrested this dude about 12 years back. Uh, somewhere in Southeast Asia, it was a sting. And basically, this guy's got a nasty reputation of selling nuclear, I don't know if nuclear, but just um, selling weapons to some very naughty people who have inflicted some damage on U.S. interests and other things. So this guy is an arms dealer by the name of Merchant of Death. 
and you want to give him back to Russia for a stoned WNBA player. It looks really bad. Yeah, and the thing is, is we didn't know about this until, uh, I guess, somebody on the uh, in the Putin, or not Putin, uh, the, the Biden administration leaked it. So it was us that leaked it, and the Russians are like, why are you even telling people this? This is supposed to be kind of hush-hush and quiet. It's it's bad, okay? You can't, I, I don't care how nasty Russia is, you cannot give up a dude by the name of Merchant of Death. And uh, for everybody who's got the uh, blue and yellow flags in their avatars on Twitter and um, Facebook, let me ask you another question. How do you think Zelensky and Ukraine feel about this right now? Yeah, they feel decent because we keep giving them a buttload of cash to fight Russia. But you're offering up a dude who has gotten in trouble for selling weapons to a country that you're at war with. You know... Or, you know, that's at war with a country that you're giving money to. You gotta, you gotta think that things would be on shaky ground with the United States and him. Just a little bit. You can't do this. Again, try harder. If you if you got a, a, a way for us to bring her back without looking stupid, do it. But otherwise, it's just not going to sail. And if you do give this dude up, I guarantee that uh, he's going to find his way back into the game. And hurt U.S. interests and other countries' interests in the long run. Because I don't think Putin gives a flying crap as long as he's not inflicting damage on his interests. True story. Uh, but I got that linked up on the Mike Davidson Facebook page. It's just, it's a bad trade. Why? And, and we leaked it. Our country leaked it. What the hell? Um, speaking of bad, you know who's bad for the environment? Uh, apparently Taylor Swift... It's two on the Mike Davidson Facebook page. Uh, you know she's uh, she's worth quite a bit of money. She is a successful musician. She has a private jet. I don't care that she has a private jet. I just care when she gets up on her soapbox and talks about how we're doing everything wrong and she's doing everything right. Okay, that's what kind of pisses me off. If she had a fleet of private jets, I wouldn't give a crap. Uh, but this uh, environmental <laughs> group. Uh, took her to task in a recent report because they said that uh, her her private jet alone in uh, the first half of 2022 has made about 170 trips. 170 trips. Uh, God, that's almost like five or six times a week and probably a little more. And that's a lot of flying. <laughs> And uh, this makes Taylor Swift look bad. So bad that her uh, PR team got together and go, well, we got to make look Taylor look good, right? So uh, they went, I think, to Rolling Stone and said, hey, look, she lends her private jet out to people. She's not always on that jet. Yeah, never mind the fact that she's lending this out to people that can't be bothered to fly commercial because, oh, God, the horror of flying with commoners, right? Uh, so... <laughs> Somehow this is environmentally better. <laughs> God, that's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I think it's stupid. Yeah, um, because again, you're not quite grasping how people perceive you. Now, I'm I'm not mad that she's got a private jet. I'm just I'm just shaking my head and laughing about this thing. But um, it got me thinking. 
about how a lot of these big time celebrities like to show how much they care for the environment or they care for this cause or that cause and they're doing something that's complete 180 of the cause that they support and this would be it because okay the the damn plane is still in the air 170 times uh, at least round trip i think uh, in this past half year and they're trying to like scoot this off to the side the problem with a lot of celebrities or high rollers when it comes to charity or some cause or you know, political or whatever is they see themselves as Jacobins, like they see themselves as re revolutionaries, whereas uh, people on their side of the argument who are probably, uh, I don't know, 10, 12 tax brackets below them, probably even lower, look at them as Marie Antoinette. Oh, I didn't, my plane was in the air that often? Well, I was not on there. It's almost like, oh, we're all starving, let them have cake, or what, however that slogan goes. Like, they're basically Marie Antoinette thinking that uh, they're good and they're down with the struggle, so to speak. I don't know. If I had a private jet, uh, I don't know if I would want a private jet. Because those things look small and being up that high would freak me out. But let's just say for a minute that uh, heights didn't frighten me. I think I would fly it even more often just to piss off this group. I mean, you, don't, you know, that's another thing, too. Um... You don't have to show you care about every damn thing. And I think that's the problem here is like they're trying to, you know, absolve Taylor of any wrongdoing uh, by saying, well, it's somebody else's in the plane. Taylor should just say who gives a shit and move on. Uh, but she won't because that's not the politically correct way of doing things. I would do it that way because it would be my damn plane. Uh, but that's on the Mike Davidson Facebook page. As unfortunately, this story. Um, Let's just face it, uh, I know YouTube, there's a lot of questionable material on YouTube. It's not the best, but uh, YouTube looks like Mensa Club compared to TikTok. TikTok is uh, YouTube for morons, and there is a TikTok, uh, I guess this video is four years old, this TikTok video, uh, but it's been making the rounds as of recent weeks about this uh, so-called fitness guru, feminist, whatever. She is talking about the benefits of vabbing. Uh, for the lay person at home who don't know, doesn't know what vabbing is, it's like dabbing only with the vagina. Women, uh, apparently, this is what they're instructed to do if they're at the gym. Before they get hot and heavy, uh, they dab themselves with their own homemade perfume from down there. They take a little bit of uh, their homemade goodness. They put a little bit on the wrist, a little bit behind the ear. Kind of like perfume. Yeah. And then they go work out, and apparently the uh, the pheromones from the workout and from, uh, you know, the veg juice attract a suitable mate, and voila, vabbing works for you. Another homemade remedy. Uh, I'm not quite sure what the CDC has to say about this. I'm sure we'll see all sorts of things flagged by it. Um... And I, I'll be honest, I don't know how pheromones work other than, you know, they're that uh, that secret scent that uh, does drive people wild. But this can't be it. No way in hell. And it kind of flies in the face of uh, the Me Too movement, if I'm to point out something. Because <laughs> I, I was told women want to be left alone at the gym. 
you know, if I wasn't married and for the fact that I don't go to the gym. Uh, but I do work in a pretty hot, sweaty environment. I mean, if you work in a warehouse, factory, if you work outside in construction, maybe you do landscaping, whatever the hell, uh, you know, a bunch of guys getting together, you know, they you know, say it's hot as balls out or, you know, man, it's hot as balls in here and you're working 8, 10, 12 hours, depending on what you do. You're hot, you're sweaty, uh, and things don't smell great down there. You come home, you shower. Or, you know, you come home, you try to hug and kiss your wife, and she goes, oh, gross, take a shower. I can't stand the way you smell. It's not like she's, like, throwing her panties on the floor, and, you know, you just get down to business there in the kitchen. That's not how that works. I can't imagine babbing being the same thing here. But what would be the male equivalent of that? I mean, would it be uh, pabbing for the peen? Would it be babbing for the balls? What would uh, Sabbing for the sack? What would it be? You just... Yeah, Sabbing by Calvin Klein. Ugh, God, gross. Uh, and I'm just, I'm sure somewhere uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is shaking her head because this seems like a missed opportunity. She was busy with her vag candles. She could have come out with vag perfume. Man, the world weeps for that one. Uh, the world might be weeping um, as I change gears drastically here. Uh, the world might be weeping with another shortage here in a few months, and uh, this would break my two daughters' hearts, possibly Logan, when he starts uh, getting out and doing more things on his own. Uh, Trick-or-treating might suck this year, because according to Hershey, uh, earlier this week, uh, there could be a Halloween candy shortage. In fact, there could be some shortages uh, candy-wise for the holidays afterward. Because of, uh, well, you know, supply chain this, ingredients that... Uh, shortage this, prices go up that, making, you know, the, the holidays and Halloween just, you know, suck a little harder. I don't know if they're really going to have a shortage. I will say this. I have seen Halloween candy, uh, at least the uh, the fun packs, uh, you know, the bite-sized stuff out at the stores. What you need to do right now is to head this stuff out, out at the pass. And before you think I'm suggesting a run on Halloween candy, I want to tell everyone how stupid it was for people to load up on two shopping carts load of toilet paper two years back when uh, uh, COVID started making the rounds. I mean, good God. Not a lick of common sense. I don't expect that. I'm not suggesting that. I'm suggesting right now, though, you or uh, whoever may be the more responsible person in the house with the strongest willpower, go out to a store Get like two or three bags, depending on what kind of neighborhood you live in. Uh, and yeah, you hide them for a few months, up until Halloween night, and voila, you got candy just in case. You don't buy the whole damn store, or you don't buy all the candy and try selling this crap out on eBay for like uh, a thousand bags a pop. You're not Bruce Springsteen here, okay? Uh, because you don't want to be caught red-handed or flat-footed when it comes to Halloween. You want to have good stuff. Because if there is a candy shortage and you're caught and those kids are out trick-or-treating, man, you better pray there's a toilet paper shortage. You better pray there is an egg shortage. Because you don't want to be that person handing out candy corn and uh, uh, old grandma candy, that old sticky butterscotch crap that uh, has been in the dish for like months, maybe years. Definitely don't want to be the person that hands out the apples and the, and the, the floss and the toothbrushes. Uh, there's a word for you, killjoy. Do what you got to do, man. And I'm telling you this here, first week of August, uh, you know, you got less than three months to prepare. You can do it this week and be A-OK. -okay. Again, 
don't panic buy. That's it for this week. Looking forward to another year, another uh, five years, another how many, however the hell long I do this. And uh, again, thank you very much for listening and sticking with me on social media. Until next time, stay fresh. Cheese man. You've been listening to Mike Davidson Live. Be sure to check him out on social media. Like him at facebook.com backslash mdavidsonlives. Follow him on Twitter. Look for at davidsonlives. 